What's up, everybody? Back with the second all-decade episode. This time we're here with the NFL, and we're ready to roll. Got to start the new year off right, and what better way to do that than talking some football? A lot of names on the decade list that we could have talked about for being great, but we just got to narrow it down to, to who was really the top of, of our time. And Lou, you want to start us off? Yeah, so uh, you want to do teams or – yeah, let's do teams first. All right, so yeah, my teams, uh, again, no water, just the five best teams I thought I saw in the decade. Uh, the 2013 Broncos, they lost the Super Bowl, but that offense was unreal. Uh, the 2013 Pats, when they beat uh, the Seahawks, was, was a pretty good team. I mean, offensively, they were very good. And um, mm-hmm. obviously, they had a lot of young defensive players, a.k.a. Malcolm Butler, who made a huge player, made a name for himself that day. Uh 2013 Seahawks, that team was unbelievable defense, offense. They ran the ball crazy well uh, until they got to the goal line. And then I have the 2011 Packers. That defense was stacked. Yeah. Like, that was Aaron Rodgers' first real year of, like, being him. For real. No, yeah. he, he's going to get another one like that, yeah. though. For, for us to all talk about Rodgers the way we do, I mean, I'm surprised we haven't seen it yet. I mean, we know his, his little drama with Mike McCarthy and then him actually not being healthy enough to be on the field was a big problem too. Um, but, but definitely expect to see a, a lot from Aaron Rodgers going forward, but that Packers team was definitely a problem. Yeah, they were a force. I mean, even the offense was great. Yeah, I mean, who they had a running back? Uh, Ryan Grant, they had a yeah. bunch of nasty receivers. Pretty sure DeMichael Finley was there at tight yeah, end. Donald, they had Donald Driver, Greg Jennings. Jennings they, yeah. they were a good team. They were a very good team. Uh, and then I have the 2010 Steelers when they when they won it all. Uh, they had Big Ben, Jerome Bettis, a great O-line. Polamalu. Uh, Antonio Holmes, James Harrison. Hines Ward on the team. Yep, Hines Ward. You might have won MVP that. Yeah, San, you said Antonio Holmes too, right? He was yeah. the one that made the crazy catch yeah. in the end zone. Um, I'm going to hop in with my, with my list and – I'm going to be a little biased here, and I have to put the 2012 Giants that handled the Pats uh, in my top list. And how I kind of make these teams, I look I look at the Super Bowl teams, and whoever won the year is kind of how I put together my list. Uh, so the 2012 Giants were at five. We still had a top defense, and one, one of the very few teams to, to make it to the Super Bowl, nine and seven from a wild card spot and win it. Uh, four, I got the 2010 Saints, and – just coming out of Hurricane Katrina, Breeze's career was doubted after leaving the Chargers. And him and Sean Payne have built uh, a relationship in a team that will always be remembered. I'm pretty sure they had Darren Sproles at the time. Marquise Colston was an either undrafted or a seventh-round pick wide receiver that was breaking records. So they had, they had a lot of good guys. Uh, like you said, that 2011 Green Bay team is my third team of the decade. Uh, Rodgers was just a different animal then. Obviously, his career is coming more towards the, the back part of it, but we, I think we still have some great things to see from him. Mm-hmm. Um, that 2014 Seattle team, I think that was really the, the start of, of Russell Wilson and who he is today, but we definitely can't leave out Marshawn Lynch and that Legion of Boom. I mean, that, that team was a problem, and that was one of the biggest Super Bowl busts I think we've ever saw was them completely smashing the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And then the Broncos – that then again did it to to the Panthers, um, but but that team was really good, and and we all remember Seattle as one of the best teams of the decade. And one, I have to give it to the 2017 Pats. I mean, do I have to say anything else besides 28 to three? Yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> seriously. But Kevin, can I tell us your list? Um, 
So again, obviously no water. Um, 2010 Saints, like Steve had. Uh, 2014 Seahawks. 2016 Broncos, the year they won it, like Steve said, when they beat the uh, Panthers. Uh, the 2015 Pats against the Seahawks. And then two, uh, when they won against the Seahawks. And then, then the 2013 Ravens with the whole lights off at halftime, you know, fiasco. The last Ravens, yeah. yeah. That definitely yeah. would have been Anthony's uh, yeah. favorite. Shout player. out Big Tony. <laughs> but I don't know, just with Flacco, I couldn't really put it there. Uh, Jacoby Jones saved them with, with that big kick mm-hmm. return. And yeah. it, that, that lights off at halftime, that was definitely uh, yeah. something I think we'll never see from a Super Bowl I mean, appearance even 40, again. Even that 2013 49ers Jacoby yeah, Jones even I mean. got them there. When they played the Broncos there, yeah, he, he had the big catch in overtime to win it all. He had like a 45, 50-yard bomb. And like. he was like the fifth receiver on the team at the yeah. time. Uh, that that defense was, was definitely carrying that team, but – Flacco did play well at that time, you know what I mean? He he was accurate. He got them through the playoffs. And I guess what we've seen from quarterbacks like like Foles, like Flacco, like Eli, you know, I guess it just depends on the right time with the right team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so into lineup of the decade. Uh, we didn't go into a ton of depth with uh, all the mm-hmm. offensive linemen and all the – I mean, all the defensive linemen. Yeah, so what we did, we got a quarterback, a wide receiver, running back, tight end. And then defensively, we have a safety, cornerback, linebacker, and D-line. But since there's just so many of these guys, you can toss a couple out there. If you have a couple, you yeah. can narrow down one, however you want to do it. But you had Luke. Yeah, so I had I had Brady there. I mean, you get three Super Bowls in the decade. So, I mean, no no one even has – is even – who does – Breeze has one. Yeah. Peyton has one. Rodgers has one. Yeah. I mean, like, no one else has, has really – more than one, and he's oh. got three. So that's just the way it is. I would love to put Peyton ahead of him because they broke all the records that year. Look, you know, not an MVP, but the next closest person that I think to three is uh two, Chris Long. He won 2017 with the Pats, and then the next year he won with the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's really it. That's really it, dude. That's like when Pat McCall, he still got three finals in a row. He still hasn't lost. No, I know that's crazy. But yeah, have Julio wide receiver. I mean, most yards in the decade. Um, smashed every record in the book that he could possibly get. And honestly, he's, they say he's on pace to break Jerry Rice's yards record. So, you know, I mean, we'll see if he can do it in the, in the 2020s. But Yeah, what was he, the youngest of 12,000? Youngest of 12,000 receiving yards. In the least amount of games. Yeah. By like 20 games. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Legit. He's had like the only wide receiver I think we've seen with multiple 300-yard games. Like, I mean, with the exception of Calvin, but that was early yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But today, I mean, like, no one, no one puts a 300 in a game no. more than one. So, no, know, definitely not. Period. Uh, so, I have AP at running back. That was tough. There was mm. a lot of good guys. Yeah. Le'Veon. Um, you could even say Matt Forte ruled for a while, dude, before. I mean, definitely with the Bears did. and then to the Jets. I mean, that was the first dual threat guy like we really saw. Yeah. There's been so many. No, it definitely was. It was so good, but I have to give it to AP. Uh, only MVP out of the group as well. And then I have Gronk. I mean, at. Tight end, yeah, yeah you blocking, just blocking Super Bowls, uh, big catches. I mean, he had it all even till the end last year when he made the big catch in the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, he's, he's on the all time list, Lou. Yeah, um, let me let me hop in with my offense and then we'll do defense yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, um, for, for quarterback, I, I mean, I can't disagree with Brady. I mean, he's my greatest quarterback of all time, but I think this decade was definitely his better part compared to the first decade. I mean, obviously, if you go from like 2008 to 2018, that was probably his best 10 years. But more consistently, I would say this decade was his. But you can't you can't leave out Rodgers either from no. that list. You can definitely argue Breeze too. Um, wide receiver, I said Julio as well. But I mean, AB kind of owned the decade too, and just kind of 
sucks to see this this big fall off from him at, at this point uh, of his career. You know what I mean? Because because record wise, he was breaking records. He's won Super Bowls, and it's just it's tough to see. But Calvin's another guy that yeah. we we could remember for early on in the decades. Um, but he definitely didn't play long enough to be on the list. Just like you said, that running back AP, but you can't leave out guys like Shady and Gore. Um, Gore isn't really like known as, as one of the best running backs in the league, but we know with his record stand and his rushing yards and his capability as, as a leader and a teammate, he's one of the all-time guys that we'll ever get to watch. And easily, easily the most consistent running back. Oh, for sure, not even close. And and. I think Shady showed us things at a young age yeah. that, that we might never see again with some shake and bake and stop and go and everything he did with that Philly. And I guess you can even say Buffalo for, for some exactly. years. You know he what I mean? Good. He carried, not carried Buffalo, but he, he was putting up numbers in that offense. Yeah, and if he – if I mean, if the Chiefs make some noise in the playoffs and, and he can get, get a ring or even like a conference championship, I'm pretty sure that would be yeah. pretty cool. All-time leader in touchdowns for the decade. No one has more total touchdowns than him. Wow. Outside of a quarterback. That's honestly, a big stat. I'm not, I'm not just that. That is. In tight end, I, mean, I can't argue Gronk, but you could definitely say uh, uh, my guy Antonio Gates too. Antonio Gates is, is another model of consistency. I'd love to say uh, Tony Gonzalez because he's my favorite tight end and who I think is the best tight end of all time. Sorry, all you Gronk fans, but I think he was just kind of the go-to guy before uh, Gronk was. With, uh, with no, like when you say nobody at quarterback, I don't think I can name you one quarterback he had. They made a Pro Bowl. Yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan might have made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, 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 at the right. end for sure. <laughs> no, who did he have in Kansas City? Who was that? Exactly. I don't Nobody. even know. No, I don't even know. But, Kev, what do you got for offense? Uh, I mean, it sounds like we all got pretty much the same exact offense. I got Brady at quarterback, um, AP at running back, Julio at receiver, and then obviously Gronk at tight end. Yeah. Yeah. For, for defense, though, I think it'll probably be a little different. I have yeah. uh, Richard Sherman at corner. Could have right. been Revis. Could have been Pat Pete. Uh, you could, some might even argue Joe Hayden. Yeah. I mean, he's up there, but I had to go with Sherman. Most picks of the decade. Uh, just been locked down on two teams. You know, mm-hmm. when we thought he was going to fall off, he didn't. Um, and he did that contract in the whole changing teams all himself. He didn't yeah. hire an agent for all that. So props to him, a dude that's been all about it, all about his money, all about his actions, and backed it up since. So, yeah, genius that- from Stanford. So, I mean – no surprise there. I got Aaron Donald, the defensive lineman. Uh, you could go J.J. Watt. You could – I mean, there's a lot of other guys you could do too yeah. in there. I mean, but he's just the best. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's an argument for the greatest at the position of all time. Already. So, <laughs> yeah, and he's not even close to done. And he had it down here by his standards. Uh, and then I have Luke Keekley at linebacker. I think there are a lot of great linebackers around the league. Hightower, Chandler Jones. Uh, we saw Harrison. For a while, he was really, really Team good with Harrison, the skills. And yeah. yeah, but I mean, just field general, field general. You know what I mean? Really Making is. defenses. And then for uh, safety, I go with Earl Thomas. Uh, he was the best safety in the league on the best defense in the league multiple times. Yeah, him and, him and Bam Bam Cam, Cam Chancellor. Yeah. I, I wish he never got hurt and, and messed up his neck and his back because he was one of the hottest hitters I think we've seen probably since Sean Taylor. You know, I'm, I, we didn't see too much of Sean Taylor, but def, definitely reminds him uh, – similar gameplay but at safety I'm, I'm gonna work backwards in, instead of working from the defensive line up and a guy that no one really talks about as one of the most dominant safeties in the league Harrison Smith I mean Harrison Smith for the Vikings has played almost every defensive back position he's done it well you don't hear him in in the media talking about 
how great he is or how great his team is and, and how they need to win Super Bowls. He's just focused on the next week. And he, he's been one of the top guys in tackles and interceptions and any defensive category of safeties in. But two other safeties I would have to mention, the Honey Badger and Landon Collins. I mean, yeah. both of those guys have been top guys at their position since they came in the league this decade. Malcolm Jenkins, too. Yeah, another one. He, yeah, he Jerry's came. Bird. Yeah, Bird another safety. one. Um, so then I'm going to move to corner and Lou Richard Chairman. I have no argument there. I'd probably lean more towards Pat Pete. Um, he's the best corner every single year whenever we're talking about top five corners. This year, obviously, with the suspension and the Cardinals being uh, very bad, he, you don't really hear too much about him. But we always remember Pat Pete for being in the top. And I'm sorry, we, you know who we all slept on for wide receiver of the decade? Who? Larry Fitz. Yeah, true. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, the guy literally is the leading – he's been the leading receiver of the Cardinals every year besides two. No, that, yeah, and I guess he still did. He still did it this year. He's like 36. I got no argument there. Yeah, I'd say no, just yeah. Julio and AB probably have better stats. Yeah, because he was in 07 to – oh, yeah, he was 07 I mean? to 09. He was unbelievable. Yeah, that, that, was, that was really Larry Fitz. Um, but let's move to linebackers and – there's a lot of linebackers that you could say a little, just like you said, Kikui and Hightower, but Jared Allen, Bobby Wagner, Clay Matthews, all these guys that were, were top pass rushes, top field generals for their team. We remember Jared Allen with the Vikings and the Bears, and that's still dipping into a little before like the 2010s or so, um, but, but he was dominant. Clay Matthews with the Packers and now with the Rams, he's still playing a lot of great football. And don't don't forget about Bobby Wagner. I mean, Bobby Wagner is one of the best linebackers that we'll probably ever see. But what do you got to say? Patrick Willis. Yeah, Patrick uh, Willis, yeah. another one for sure. I yeah. mean, that, that 49ers team was no joke. And Kev mentioned the Ravens is one of his favorite Super Bowl teams. Um, so, so you definitely can't sleep on him. They had a lot of good guys. Navarro Bowman, too. Yeah. He, he was really good. It was crazy. And then uh, on the defensive line, yeah, Luke Watt and Donald, definitely guys. Don't forget, Calais Campbell. Uh, Julius Peppers and Vaughn Miller, the, yeah. all these guys have, have led the league in sacks at some point, and they, they're still putting up numbers to this day, But I mean, with the exception of Julius Peppers. But Calais Campbell, J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller, I mean, these are guys that we'll all see above 12 sacks a year. Oh, easily, and you'd never want to see them on the other side. No, absolutely not. But, Kevin, go ahead. Here we go. Final straw. No, I'm just <laughs> all right, so – Let's see, where do I want to start? You know what, I'll start with linebacker. So for linebacker, I got Vaughn Miller. For safety, I got a guy who slept on, but I'm going to go with my guy just because he's a Patriot. Devin McCourty, why not? Came in the league in 2010, and the last couple of years, he's really been stepping his game up. So I'm going to give it to Devin McCourty because why not? At cornerback, I got Revis. And then at, at D-lineman, like Lou mentioned, I got J.J. Watt because I feel like he's just been – Kind of like a superstar level since he's been in the league. So. Yeah, in the game and outside yeah, that's of the what I'm game. Saying. Like even just, exactly. When Houston had what, what happened in Houston? They had the flood. Yeah, they had the big uh, hurricane, whatever it was. Uh, he raised millions and millions of dollars, and I mean he he's looked he's looked to in Houston like we kind of look at like David Ortiz and Paul Pierce. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if not to a greater stature, honestly. Yeah. Um, it just sucks to see a guy like JJ always get banged up, and he just all—he's always pushing to just be his best, his best self. And I guess that's just a little bit of advice we could all really take from JJ Watt, you know. Mm-hmm. But but Lou, let's head into this one because this is going to be a good one. Coach of the decade. Who is your coach of the decade? Um, it's got to be Bill, just because. I mean, like, 
got three. He's done it with every different team. Like, every year they win it a different way. Like, they come back from 28-3. to three, They win in a nail-biter versus Seattle. And then uh, versus the Rams, it's a snooze fest until the last second. And they figure out a way to score on one drive. And they beat the Chiefs the game before that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like he's just owned this decade. And um, he's uh, just – He's just Bill. I mean, he's the best ever. He was the best of the 2000s, and now he's the best of the 2010s. I mean, it's just what it was, and there's no better coach that's ever touched American sports than him. Yeah, Kev, you got to agree with that? Yeah, I got Bill. I mean, I don't think anyone else in the league gets as much out of their players than Bill does. I mean, how many guys have he, has he had that have been no names and end up being, you know, if not Hall of Famers, at least very good NFL players, you know yeah. what I mean? So. No, got to go with Bill. I figured you guys were going to go in that direction, and I'm not disagreeing by any means. I just want to recognize a couple other guys that I thought did a great job uh, throughout the decade. I mean, Pete Carroll took took the worst Seahawks team ever and made them Super Bowl yeah. contenders. I mean, draft drafted a crazy defense, drafted one of the best quarterbacks that we might ever see, and I mean, he didn't really do it with too many great specialists. Like, I mean, Marshall Lynch was a great running back, but. Back, back in the five, ten years ago, Seahawks are talking like Percy Harvin at receiver, you know what I mean? So so not too many guys there. He's just always got the best out of his guys, played a consistent model of football. And, and he's just he's a big one of those hoorah guys. He, yeah. he, like, he likes when his guys play with swag, play with energy. So I, I got to recognize Pete Carroll there. But also can't forget Sean Payton with Drew Brees. I mean, Payton's recognized as one of the best coaches in the league now. And I'm sure any franchise would love to have him kind of running the show. Uh, him and Brees been been a deadly combo. You you'll remember him with with Bill and Brady, and yeah. I mean, if, if Rogers had had that type of a coach, you you would definitely pair him up with his coach too. But yeah. you you can't complain about about a Brees and, and Peyton mix. But what what about MVP of the decade? I mean, I, I think this one's unanimous. No. Yeah, it has to be Brady. I feel like. Yeah, yeah Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I just who who has played. A better ten-year slate of football than Tom Brady right now. I mean, we're seeing him kind of decline a little bit now, and I think it's just kind of blatantly obvious to say that he his team still can win the Super Bowl. He could still lead them in in any type of stats. You can say he doesn't have the help, but for for a lot longer than we all expected Brady to be dominant, he was so. No complaints yeah. for MVP of the decade. And I think the only two quarterbacks uh, to not miss the playoffs in the 2000s, the 2010s, besides him, uh, Big Ben, he, didn't, he, he missed this year because he was hurt. Yeah. But um, the Steelers never missed the playoffs, a testament to Tomlin as a great coach. Uh, and then pretty sure, um, what's his name? Uh, Russell Wilson's the only other guy, eight straight years of, of playoffs. He's, he's never, never he's never had a season that had less than eight wins. Yeah. So he's always made the playoffs. So you think you imagine that, though. Like, think about that. No one else has done that besides them three. They're always in the playoffs. Yeah. Those three guys are always there. But, I mean, Big Bad doesn't have that same uh, acumen. And Russ is on his way there, but he's just getting, like, the first couple of years of his prime. Yeah. Well, since Steve mentioned Pete Carroll, we might as well just freaking – Say worst play call a decade goes to Pete Carroll. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? no, I, it, yeah, you you very much. No, good. He is a great coach. Actually, I just had to, I just had to make a joke about I, it. I honestly didn't think it was that bad of a play call. Obviously, when you're looking at it just from like a public perspective, like if you have Marshawn Lynch and you're one yard away, I mean, you would assume that with that big of a running back, you are going to punch it in. So I understand the decision to to pass it 
in the past was perfect. It was just a great play on Butler. Like, I don't think that there's any other way that you can describe it. He jumped the route. It was a slant route. And if, if that ball is caught by, by – who was it, Lockett at the time? I mean, the, the history books are – yeah, Curse, whoever it was, the history books are written differently. But I, I understand what you're saying. Worst coaching decision of the decade, benching Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl Fact. and then getting 40-piece. Yeah, imagine. That, that, definitely, that definitely could be up there. But, I mean – the decade, I mean, you might be able to argue that second-round pick for a Sanu right now. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Or, uh, I mean, who, who else? Um, the Jets drafting a kicker in the second round was pretty funny. Yeah. But folk, that's a big one. The Bucks did it, too, Roberto Aguayo, and they Dude, cut him the next what? year. Like, <laughs> what's going on with these people? All oh, the Colts uh, called with the uh, – yeah, correction. That was the worst. That's the worst the play. And I, yeah, I feel like the decision to bench Malcolm Butler in the Super right. Bowl, though. No, I'm saying the worst play piece, call, though. He, that was worse. That yeah, was that's worse the worst play. Like, Dude lined up one lineman. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was up there. But, guys, that wraps it up for our decade talk. It was really fun to do this. And it was hard for us to kind of narrow down favorites, not favorites, and who was just literally the best. Um, but we're hoping to come back with, with more content, especially from the studio with better quality. But since the sandbox, baby. Peace. Booyah.